With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the beach. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics, 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. to be honest here we have nothing planned for this episode <laughs> nothing what you talking about i mean we're smack middle of the off season i took it's mad august notes. uh players have been traded guys have been signed so we're gonna make this in the uh in case you missed it episode so oh. joel's gonna uh yeah this is all you joel oh. you're in the spotlight right now you're gonna oh. read off all the uh in case you missed it so i hope you're prepared by the way yeah let's you, let's you better double up when you're in case you missed it this joel one. joel came in and said let's do an in case you missed it episode we we're like oh word joel's got mad shit 
Nothing. <laughs> Nothing prepared. He's literally been writing this. No, no, don't say that. Like the last like half hour while we're trying to. We were like, uh, we were like, start oh, recording. Oh, what do you I don't want to be just all Celtic stuff, you know. So I'm trying to mix it all up. No, dude, you, know, you had nothing. You know, we had the episode of Power that came on on Sunday over the weekend. You know, so you had nothing because we were like, we were like, if you bring up Power in, in this, in <laughs> yeah. case you missed it, man, that means that will prove that, that you had was, nothing. Hey, for there's this a, show. there's a, nothing. There's a new Karate Kid movies in the works with the original cast. Okay, this is off to a terrible start. <laughs> shit. Off to a terrible start. But we know we'll have fun. This is pretty much Just call this episode. Sean Spicer was at a. The three of us hanging out. The Red Sox game? No, you guys didn't see that? No? In case you missed it? No, I didn't see that. Jesus. All right. This shit sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad idea. In case you missed it. All right, come on, Joel. Say, say the show here. So, yeah, in case you missed it, so just pretty much just, just think of us shooting the shit here, going through topics and topics. Yeah, and just think about it. We'll, we'll, we'll do our best to entertain you, as we always try to do here at Causeway Street. Well, in case you missed it, uh, <laughs> you're gonna say that every time. Yeah, I guess you have to, right? Every time, yeah, right? He's gonna say it. <laughs> All right. ESPN has the Celtics finishing as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference over the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right. Okay. Guess how many wins? Um, uh, Sean, what do you got? Um, fifty-nine. No, you're about ten off. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. The. F- Fuck. ESPN says that the Celtics will finish the 2017-18 season as the number one seed, but with 49 wins. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any damn sense to me. That's like the most backhanded compliment I've ever heard. How so many what, wins Cleveland, are Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland get? got what, 47? No, Cleveland will also have 49 wins. But the Celtics will win a tiebreaker? Celtics, no. Celtics will have, according to their, their projection, they have the system that's called RPM. The Celtics will win 49.4 games, and the Cavs will win 49.2. Mm, mind stupid. you, mind you, this is going by you know if Kyrie is going to still be on the team, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But at the same time, though, you have to assume they're going to win more games than they did last year. You know? Yeah, I mean, so the only thing that comes out here in my mind is that will the Celtics finish ahead of the Cavs this year? I think they will. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. You don't think so? Mm. I mean, I didn't think they would last year, and they did it. So I yeah. think they would do it this year. No, I don't know. I don't know if they have it in them this year. Well, well the reason I say that because we talked about it last episode, whereas you know the, the Eastern Conference has gotten slightly weaker. You know, yeah. Um, and I think the Cavs have stayed the same. Celtics had Hayward. So that's going to give you. That's going to give the Celtics what at least a few more wins. right? Yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they do. You know what? The, yeah, the I think the Celtics will probably still be the second best team. In the East, but yeah, yeah, I think if we're looking at record wise, well, let me yeah. let me uh, let me read you the I mean, the quote more death. from um, the ESPN report from uh, Kevin Pelton. Well, good. Well, he says that the Celtics should have finished last season with a, about forty eight wins, so they overachieved. So this time around, what the wait? <laughs> wait no, 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 no. <laughs> what the what does that even mean? So he is so sold on his own projections. That he just says the Celtics overachieved. It's not that your projections underachieved. Listen. That was reality. Hold on. He me, just tried to predict the future. Let, let and me. then he said the future was wrong. When it was the present. What the fuck is that? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Let me, let me read you the quote from, from the. Uh, Kevin Pelton. It's like, that's what really happened. <laughs> you can't, you can't like justify your predictions by saying, no, the, what happened was flawed. Like, my predictions were still right. What happened was just flawed. Look, this stupid RPM. Fucking. This system science, that the ESPN man. has that they've been using for the last few years. It's like the plus and minus of each player. Mm. Yeah, it's the same way they rate the, the top. What was it? They do the top 100 players. Something like that. And they always get it but, wrong. But with this. With that this, has to come out soon, right? Yeah, but, with this, yeah but with this projection. Yeah. With the teams, 
it's like every player based off like their teammates and the opposing player that they're guarding or yeah, that's guarding them. It's a, it's one fucking big clusterfuck. Remember they had Isaiah Thomas at like number forty last year? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about like this this projection for the team. So no, I know, standings. but I'm just saying like the, the way they go about it, the the, the metric is just it, it's flawed. Mm. It, it doesn't. Well, obviously, true. I, I think I think the Celtics were just flawed last year. Well, lo, well, listen to this. <laughs> when they, they had sixty wins instead see, of or fifty, <laughs> well, however, however wins they he had. He says. And I quote, 50, I don't know. They outperformed their... Uh, <laughs> How many wins they get? Number one seed? 53. 53, all right, cool. I mean, at least if, if you're going to... I don't know. Whatever. I'll, 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 I'll throw in my two cents afterward. They gotcha. outperformed their plus minus at 2.6, the point differential, right? Which is more typical of a 48-win team. Oh. Boston also oh. benefited from the opponent shooting 33.2% from three-point range. Oh, they already shot 32.2%. <laughs> and the league's second lowest mark. Both categories tend to regress heavily to to mean that the Celtics would have been for a steeper decline had they not added Gordon Haywood still. Wow. Given that Boston did, did have the same good fortune in the playoffs, the Celtics should improve when it really counts. So good fortune is put into their algorithm then. Apparently. They've made it so that they're including luck. Apparently. <laughs> All right, Kevin Pelton. Fucking. <laughs> now, the Wizards at 47.5 wins as number three seed. He's got the Bucks coming in in fourth place with 46.9 wins. And the Hornets. Can you do me a favor? At five. The Hornets at five. At Hornets at five. Do me a favor. Look up what he had last year for the standings for the Eastern Conference. Okay. I want to see what his projections were at the beginning of the year. I will finish the rest, though. I'm, yeah. I'm dying to see yeah. who, who, I'll, who I'll finishes try to look at the bottom I'll of the, uh, uh, the East. He's got the Raptors at six. 43.4 wow. wins. He's got the Heat at seven at 42.3 wins. And he's got the Pistons at eight, at 35.1 wins. So no one in the Eastern Conference is going to finish with 50 wins, apparently, according to this stupid RPM nonsense. Who's left out of the playoffs? Who's ninth? Ninth is the, the 76ers with 33.2 wins. The Sixers are making the playoffs this year. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's what I say. I mean, it, it, obviously, if they all stay healthy. If everybody stays healthy, especially, yeah. especially Mr. Joel Embiid. No, especially all of them, because you never know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Amir Johnson, bro? Yeah, yeah, Mayor Johnson. <laughs> Wait, you get, you're, 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 you're an ESPN work. insider? In, am I an ESPN yeah, how insider? You, how you get in this article? I got my sources, man. Right. I can't reveal my sources. Who do you think I am? Fucking Chris Bouchard over here. Joel is the insider, right? I'm just saying. I mean, he's got, uh, he's got the plugs. I'm looking. I got the article here, but I'm not an insider. I can't subscribe. I can't see how wrong his predictions were last year. <laughs> I guess Joel has to look it up then. Yeah, let me look it up for you. So then, all right. So you you, you see the, the top eight teams in the East. Like I said, no one's finishing more than than forty nine wins. Apparently, where does the Brooklyn Celtics, go? Where does Brooklyn go? Uh, Brooklyn actually is going to finish thirteenth with twenty nine point five wins. What? Yes, thirteenth. Wow. That seems like a lot of wins. Don't we know the worst team is going to no? For the, for the, the Celtics. For the, the Celtics are only a twenty win team better than the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, what team is going to finish worse than Brooklyn? The Hawks with twenty seven wins. Listen, do they know that the people who the teams that have finished last in the Eastern Conference have won like? 20 games? Why is there nobody <laughs> down there that's averaging yeah. 20 wins? Like, yeah. if you think the Hawks going to be the worst team, fine. But they're going to win, like, 19 why, games. Why do they have 29 wins? What I, yes. find, what I, find, what I find odd is the uh, the seventh, between the seventh and the eighth seed is such a big discrepancy. It's like seven wins, eight win yeah. difference. And I don't think, it's, I think it's going to be a lot closer. I think it's going to be the way it has been the last few years. Between, from the fifth seed to, like, the tenth seed, it's going to be like a dogfight. That's just me. Well, you're not Kevin Pelton. That's right. You're right. Okay, so my two cents, they won 53 games, right? So you should base it off at least of that. If it's going to be plus or under, right? That's yeah. you know, normally how projections go or predictions go. That's just me, but 
this whole plus minus thing it's i don't know i don't i don't i don't see why it's such a it's it's so it's used a lot and when it comes to like describing different teams or why who's better than who and i don't know i think the real plus minus is is an okay stat for players for players not teams but if you just throw that on a team like you can't just predict what a team is going to do right you can't predict the scenario you can't predict exactly. I, I believe ESPN you know, last year had, had the Celtics winning 49 games so so you're telling me from last year to this year beginning of the same season right team. a year ago you're gonna. It's the same amount of wins. They were. They weren't. They saying everyone. Everyone was saying it was like 49, 50, between forty nine and like fifty, like low yeah, fifty. Flirting wins. with fifty. Flirting with fifty. Yeah. Third in the third or fourth in the in the East. Oh, it's assuming that Toronto yeah. or Cleveland would be somewhere in the, in the mid fifties. You know. So I think I think based on this metric, Gordon Haywood's numbers and Isaiah Thomas numbers, I guess don't mesh well. I don't know. I'm I'm just throwing shit out there. I don't you know. have no fucking clue. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> No, well, I you know, mean you, that's a fair I, assumption because right? <laughs> why wouldn't adding someone like Gordon Hayward give them at least what three well, or four more wins? Also, also if you're gonna look at Cleveland, they were they're the same exact same team. exact team, yeah. same exact team is going and, in and next they, year, and they finished second. And and but they probably projected at more than they they just won a championship. They came back and they only they were projected on a 50 wins. That's stupid. All this same exact stupid. squad. All of this is stupid. You know what? If the Celtics. Do take the number one seed. Plus, they had a Jeff Green and Derrick Rose, like in Jose Calderon. They should, they should be projected to win much more wins. Now look out. <laughs> Kevin Pelton seems like just a math nerd. Like he's one of those dudes that just like looks at sports and just sees numbers mm. and takes everything else out. Yeah. Well, he's that guy who 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 sends out those tweets. Well, it has nothing to do with the game. It's just, it's just all numbers. Yeah. Well, if you want to actually all numbers and like no, doesn't care about intangibles. Right. Like just as like. Oh, that guy plays hard, though. He's like, yeah, but he only averages. <laughs> <laughs> he only averages this much on Saturdays. Yeah. yeah. And it's a Saturday. And he only averages this much when this person's on the court. And this guy hasn't been on the court. You know what I mean? It's like See, all but those. The thing, like, the thing about that is, and the thing that freaking I hate is all that is is probability. So, like, right. probability is yeah. just like, okay, so, yeah, there's the likelihood of it happening. Maybe it's higher. But if you had a good conversation, if the coach had a good conversation with you and you know, he's like, oh, I think, I think Sway is ready to play today. That has to count for something, which is not counted into any part of any of these stupid right. metrics. When someone's in foul trouble or when yes. you know, somebody goes off, I don't know. Or if Kelly they, Olenek drops 28 again. You know what I mean? Like There's so many things that happen in the, game, in the course of 48 minutes that you can't account for. Yep. You know? It's just, it, it goes beyond the numbers. Yeah, I wonder if Ke- Kevin Pelton uh, predicted uh, Kelly Olenek's explosion in game seven yeah. of the of the. Oh, East yeah, he did. Saw it coming. He did. Oh, he, he saw did? that coming, yeah. He did. No, he didn't. You know what, Kevin Pelton? <laughs> I mean, for the same <laughs> what are you about to say? For the same reason why, you know, can suck it. Yeah, Sean's giving both of us that look. Like, should I say this or not? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with well, that. Well, Kevin, Kevin Pelton has to know something about Kelly Linick because he's got the Heat as a seven seed. Look out! Oh, Kelly's going to be sixteen and ten guy. Oof! I was thinking like twenty and ten. That's twenty and ten. Jesus Christ! If Kelly Olynyk is a twenty I'm, I'm, and ten I'm, I'm, guy, I'm joking. I'm, everybody knows how I feel about Kelly. I'll be he's a very thir- surprised. This year he's going to play be a thirteen and four guy. All right, he's going to score a little more, not rebound, not do nothing else. Good old Kelly. No, I mean to to read the rest of his uh, projections just for the West. Don't just don't. <laughs> you can sign up for ESPN Insider. No, actually, no. Actually, no. You can go to <laughs> you can go to CausewayStreetBlog.com. I got it up on there. You put that shit on the website. I put it up on the website because I <laughs> talked about it when it came to the Celtics. So, you know, only because he actually breaks down every team into why he thinks or why the numbers popped up the way they did. I'm going to get loaded one night <laughs> and just make predictions. But no, but real quick, though, how many, how many wins do you think this stupid RPM came out for the for the Warriors? 
The Warriors probably sixty-eight wins. Sixty-two. See, that's lowballing everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And guess who comes right after the Wizards? Uh, the Warriors. Um, the Rockets. Yeah. The Rockets. All right. This is what I'm gonna do. We're gonna go. We're gonna revisit this wins. at the end of the regular season. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, get you know, loaded. You one know night. why? You know why? Because of Chris Paul. Chris Paul exactly. has great plus minus plus yeah. uh, plus minus stats. My when, drunken, when, he, when he plays, because yeah, my drunken play like predictions versus Kevin Pelton's scientific predictions, and we're gonna see what's better. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll put an article up on Cosmo and everything. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, all right. We'll, we'll see what's better. That. We got that in the worst. Look out for that one. Yeah, Kevin Pelton, you nerd, he's <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> Look out for that one. Giving you that <laughs> wedgie. Dude, just gonna be tweeting at him all season long. <laughs> hey, Kevin, <laughs> you should do that. I'm gonna. Just call him out as things progress, and you realize that his predictions are completely flawed. His, his, well, because his, it's not him making a prediction. He's just throwing stupid numbers into a machine and right. shitting it out. But that's the whole point, though. Sean's yeah. going to show that that machine sucks. Yeah. That machine is like... <laughs> like, it's one thing, like Sean said, you put so much emphasis into plus and minus for a player. That's one thing, right? But to be like, no, you know what? We're going to do for the whole fucking roster. And then we're going to, you know, divide it up by... Their teammates and then whoever's guarding them on the opposing side. Like, what the? F- how do you? How does that even? Yeah. How do you even begin to do that? Yeah. I don't get it. Not even sure what the rotations are for most of these teams. What but, happened to the ESPN chicks? Why are they not hot anymore? No hot sports center chicks anymore. Because they're probably demanding more money. You got to pay Adrian Wojnarowski shitload, so they're yeah. like can't afford both. You got to tune into Fox to watch them. <laughs> Fox yeah. Sports. Yeah, this is. Just notice. Yeah, check that. out. I am gonna be happy. Check out that roster. Fox Sports has. I am gonna be happy that uh, <laughs> he actually looked it up. All Aaron right. Andrews is the first. Kerry Champion made the jump, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yep. All right, Joel. What else we missed? In case you missed it, the uh, Celtics preseason schedule has been released. Celtics will uh, play uh, four games against two teams. Yeah, it's much uh, shorter now. Yeah, what Charlotte the, what? Hornets and the Philadelphia 76ers. What, what I like happened? that. <laughs> what happened? That's good. I like it. That was part of the new. No, CBA. no, I don't like it. You know why? Oh jeez. Oh, why aren't they playing against Toronto? They're in the same division. Yeah. We don't true. see Toronto until like, I mean, I don't know the rest of the schedule, but in the regular season, but last season. Why do you want to see Toronto? Because they're they're a team that's competing for one of, you know, the four spots in the East, well, I no, think, I, regardless of what Mr. Pelton says. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you all because I remember last year how, how frustrating that was because I remember when Toronto was terrible. So for like, play them like for, three times. Yeah, for like five years straight when during and, the Paul and, Pierce era. Yeah, and KG, KG and Paul, was, they would just beat them up for Toronto, three games. Toronto, Toronto. And then well, now yeah. that Toronto is, you know. It was Toronto and Philly. Now that Toronto's competing for the division title. They don't play each other before the season starts. Did they release the schedule yet for the Celtics? No, not yet. No, no just the preseason. Just the preseason. But no, I like the fact that it's not three and a half weeks long anymore, though. That's what I like. You know, well, four games is perfect. It used to be like, what, six? Yeah, but they, they took away like, it was like the, eight. They took away like the one in, that goes down in like Providence or like Mohegan or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they did. They, they took those two, away. There's it's two at the an, garden. Yeah, and then it's they still, going to, they still, they still going to Amherst? No. No, no. That's it. It's only 24 games. Are they all at the Garden? See, I don't no, like that. No, two games at the Garden. And I don't then, like that. And then one in, one in Philly and the other one in Charlotte. Uh, no, because I, li- I like- I want to go to Amherst. Yeah, I like when they have like the cheap-ass tickets where you like can get like, go a $5 to, yeah. ticket. I like when you can go to the fucking- You can go to Worcester. Yeah. <laughs> Watch them out there. Palladium, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Centrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's the DCU now, but okay. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> we knew what it was, Sway. We're just yeah. reminiscing over here. <laughs> Why you got to be a dick? I know what you did. Yeah, dick well, over here. yeah I, I really like the preseason because uh, the schedule because I'm going to see a lot of Markel Fultz. Oh. And Still on that, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm still, still on that. We've got that? a rivalry now, Joel. Yeah. Fultz versus Tatum. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. I think you see it in the preseason. And, you know, I would much rather see... 
Tatum gets some minutes against Fultz, then I don't know. Tatum gets some minutes against some scrub in Toronto. You know what I mean? Like we're really not going to see the full fledged teams. Maybe we will now actually because it's only you four will because only four games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe you will. But it's but, funny. It's funny you bring that up about the uh, Fultz against Tatum because you know what Tatum said. In case you missed it, oh, Tatum says he knew. Or I guess I guess the Celtics told him, and then I guess he revealed it that the Celtics were always going to pick him, even if they didn't trade the number one pick. Yeah, no shit. So, I, yeah, that's why I always say people would have been more pissed off if they took him at one because they would have said, "Oh, why didn't Ainge trade?" Yeah, down? but Philly, Philly didn't know that, according to him, according to Jason Tatum, Philly didn't know that. Well, I mean, Philly obviously must have had some type of inkling of it because they were trading the number one pick. They didn't want faults, right? Well, Philly, Philly didn't want faults. That's why they. That's what. No, they're no, no. He's saying that they must have known that Boston they must didn't have known want that they weren't didn't weren't they weren't going to draft faults. They were going to trade the pick. Yeah, but they still got, got another pick out of the deal. Well, Boston I'm knew. Just saying. Boston knew that that Philly was in love with faults, so they yeah. must have you know reached out saying, "Hey, we're not going to pick that guy, by the way. So you want to do something here?" And they're like, "Yeah." I think um, training camp is much. Much more important than preseason. I don't know. It's just me. Well, now it is for guys who are at the end of the, you know on the bubble trying to make the team because they don't get those extra games to. Prove I, feel, I feel like people don't go that hard until because like, Joel's a practice player until the long. Line. I know, but when it comes to like before, it used to be like eight or ten games or whatever it was for the preseason. <laughs> you guys keep bumping it up. It's six games. No, no, before <laughs> it sounds like eight. Joel's like, yo, it's like ten. No, because I remember. No, because I remember one thirty games in a preseason. No, I remember one season. It was like the second or the third year of the big three era, and the Celtics went like eight and one. I was like, "That's a lot of preseason." Well, games. that's because they went over overseas and played those games. But that's still that still counted though. I know that's what I yeah no, yeah yeah you're right. They had a so little tournament like, overseas. And yeah, they so played I felt like, like yeah. AC Milan. AC, yeah, <laughs> like, that was the like, first Barcelona, like, Real Madrid. Yeah, I, was like, I forget what no, it was. These are soccer teams. <laughs> Why do they call that? They play Liverpool. The same I don't know <laughs> who the fuck was Chelsea. Uh, I remember Sean being like, "We're in college." Juventus team looks great, man. You see the way they played? <laughs> Garnett, man. They beat Barcelona, dude. Darko. Darko's, you know, shit on everybody out there. Darko's like, these are my peoples. I got to get on them. Speaking of Darko, watch that E60 on Darko. That was pretty fucking good. I saw the preview for that, and I was interested in watching it, but it was too early on that Sunday morning, so I might have to catch it on the he's a, on demand. He's a weird fucking dude. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. Remember, that was the season that we first started Causeway, by the way. When Darko was drafted? When no, when Darko not when he was drafted, but when, <laughs> <laughs> when he came to the Celtics. Yeah, we're going on f- <laughs> fourteen years strong. <laughs> fourteen years strong of the Causeway Street Podcast. We actually invented podcasts. <laughs> uh, and somehow we haven't reached hundred episodes. <laughs> fourteen years. Nick is gonna lose his mind right now. Like, actually that was us. <laughs> Shout out to you, Nick. No, when uh, he Signed with the Celtics, Cha-ching. Yeah. and we were doing yeah, player that. profiles. So yes. I, I ended up with Darko as <laughs> that one was, of my that players. Was our first offseason, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I was like, oh, I'm bigging him up. I'm like, yo, he's not the biggest draft bust, and you know, he's gonna be a good fit for the Celtics. This is the opportunity he's been you know, waiting for. Exactly. I was like, and he was on the cheap too. I think he was getting paid less than two million. I'm you know like, what he did? He fucking asked to be waived, to but be released. Yeah. Do, do you know what he, he did? Said, you know what, guys? I'm good. I forgot he had a good preseason. I think. Yeah, he did because they played then, out in, out in Europe. Yes, yes. <laughs> but then he, he played against they played against all players that he grew up with. Darko. So what did Darko do? Darko airballed one fucking shot in the regular season. He took one shot, airballed, sat himself down on the bench, and then the next day he has to be waived. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I remember the airball, but that is that the reason why? I don't. 
He's just like, this, think, is, this is not going to work out? I think that was his, like, <laughs> he, had a moment of, he had a moment of clarity. Yeah, he was just like, he had a moment of clarity. wow, I just airballed a layup. <laughs> I need to quit. I'm done. I can't play basketball no more, man. I'm done. Like, I, thought that, went, that, I thought he went to go play overseas. That was it. That's what it was? <laughs> that oh, okay. was it. Like, I'm not about that was, that was, like you said, that was his moment of clarity. Like, I do not belong in the NBA. I don't belong with this historic franchise. I got to go. I got to go. He never, he never returned to the States after that. Nope. <laughs> that was done. He just stayed there. Part now no, now he um, you know, put on like 100 pounds. Now he rides a horse. And the guy, I got to watch his they interviewed They interviewed his horse guy. And he was like, oh, when he came, he thought he was joking. But we needed to find a very big horse. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> I just like envisioned the horse guy being like, oh, oh no, I don't have a horse that big. <laughs> I need to search high and low. So find a horse. Fucking Serbia. Is this on demand? I gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It was. It wasn't. It was like he's like so self-deprecating. Like he hates himself. Like so much because of the airball, because of everything, and like <laughs> Darko's, yes. like his NBA career, like he like I don't know, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like he's one of those dudes that like I don't know. They know everyone's making fun of him, so he's just like I hate myself. Just like <laughs> I hate myself. I, uh, I, I hate life. Poor, yes, poor guy, man. Think about it. He, the, the whole city of Detroit just oh. will, will forever think what if. Yeah, they just drafted Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, and and also, uh, Chauncey doesn't help in that. Uh, <laughs> Chauncey shot all over. <laughs> I'm sure he got pissed. Chauncey, what was he saying? It was like they just showed him like they were talking about like the O three draft class. Jesus, and Chauncey just straight up comes, yeah. I I never wanted Darko. <laughs> I really thought we should have drafted Carmelo. Like he just said it, and then he like chuckled and <laughs> just goes to Darko like sitting on his stairs, just he like puts his head down. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Check it out, guys. He's like, I knew it. I, I always, I, I always I, felt this, I, I knew this, it. this negative vibe from, from him. And, and since we're down this Darko path too, I forgot that he played garbage minutes in the, in the, the finals, uh, finals. Yeah. And he broke his hand. <laughs> and then he got tried to take it out. And Larry yeah. Brown was like, "Listen, you're staying in the game, right? I'm not bringing. In, I'm not putting I'm, sheet yeah, back in. <laughs> or, 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 or Ben. Or Ben. <laughs> just stay in." He's like, I you can't, bitch. I can't, I can't, I am not, I'm not 100%. Stan's <laughs> busted. Oh, Darko, right, so what, pour what, one out for you, man. What, what, Coach Brown was like, we passed up on Carmelo for you. Yeah, I know, right? Stay in the game. Brown didn't want him either, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. How did we get about, on Darko? I don't know. We started talking about, we were talking about, um, I don't know, you just oh, brought you, up. Oh, you just brought up because he, he, Barcelona. The, yeah, the, the preseason shit. Oh. So in case you missed it. Isaiah Thomas was spotted at uh, the Patriots training camp, and he got interviewed by ESPN. And he says his hip is great. He says it's been a slow rehab, but he's going to be ready in time for training camp, even though no surgery was needed. Hip game strong. Hip game is strong. <laughs> and then, of course, he's been asked all fucking summer long, does he deserve the max? And he says, yeah. All that jazz. All that jazz. Any guys see the slides that he had about the yeah, brink? Yeah, the brink truck. Yeah, yeah I saw that. And, yeah. I, and uh, Danny Age responded, it's like, how much are those slides? <laughs> <laughs> how much are those slides worth? <laughs> Like, you know, baiting and whatever, of course, Isaiah. Or Danny Ainge just gets like a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge has, you know, been been on social media quite a lot this summer after he got dunked on by his son. But he posted that. That's the yeah, thing that's about the thing. it. He's yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, check this out, yeah. you know? Yeah. So he's having fun with himself. That could have been an in case you missed it, Joel. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that's why I brought it up. <sighs> this, is, this is the thing about the whole bring strike thing. I mean, it's just like people look, they're looking way too deep into it, you know? Everyone thinks that 
Isaiah is gonna like command like forty million a year. Like, well, I mean, I mean, I think I think Danny Ainge is. He's never even he's, said it with a straight face. He's not on one point. Time. He's on point when every time he it gets brought out to him, where he's not like, all right, I don't want to talk about that. He's always like, well, well, I mean, we'll see when the time comes, right? Right. It's, that's just the way it should be. Yeah, it's, he's going to see market value. He's going to see what it is. I can't see Isaiah Thomas not getting thirty million dollars a year. Well, that's another question I want to bring up to you guys. Like he's going to get thirty. I believe he's going to get thirty as well. I just don't believe he's going to get the length that he's looking for. I, I think he's looking for four or five years. I think the Celtics should should and they probably will go like beyond no more beyond three. I'd go for one twenty, that's it. For three years? How many for years? Four years. No, he's saying four. Four right? years. Because initially I'm thinking I'm thinking thirty three for three. But like you said, I agree. No. He's gonna want at least that fourth year. He's gonna want so to get over hundred mil. You're gonna break exactly you're gonna break into a hundred and well okay, I say so thirty three, right. you know, it would be like thirty three point five. Yeah. Something so like you're that. gonna break through one hundred, but because he wants the fourth year, what are we looking? Probably one twenty. I think one, one, if he if he demands over over one twenty, then I say no, absolutely. Because the not. back end is going to be over thirty, and then the first yeah. couple of years might be what twenty eight, twenty nine. I mean, someone is going to offer it to him, whether it's the Celtics or whether the Celtics decide not to. That's what he can get on the open market. That's too. what he can get on the open market, especially if he had. I'm not going to say. I'm not saying that, he's going to have the same exact but, numbers but that he had this get, year. That's why he'll get one twenty, or or maybe I don't know one eighteen. I, I think I, I don't know the exact number, but somewhere in that range. No, yeah. he'll he'll get if another team wants him. He'll get over $120 million. He'll yeah. be he'll be Al Horford money. What, yeah, I think I think the Celtics I think the Celtics potentially, again, depending on how he performs this season, they don't want to go that deep, like past 120. But you don't think the the Celtics will look at or, or at least bring up the fact of, you know, what, what Kyle Lowry did over, over the summer and say, you know what, can you do something similar? Obviously they're gonna offer him more just yeah. because, you know, it's Kyle Lowry, yeah. you know. And they're going to say, and Isaiah's going to say, well, I want more than Kyle Lowry. So obviously he's going to go over 100. However, like you guys said, there's going to be a team out there that's going to be willing to offer him close to 120. Why are the Celtics so scared to sign their best player to a long term deal? Isn't that weird? You know why? Any other player, no, you know any why? other team, because of all this, locks them up. I know, but all this other like nonsense that's around that the Celtics are like they're ready to make a move. Yeah. That's what it is. I don't think it's that. I think it is because I, it, I, why, I, I think the Celtics have just always been like that. Who have they ever signed long term? More than three or four years, you know? Other than Paul Pierce. Right. Well, besides oh, well, well, Kevin Garnett, they, Garnett, they gave him an extension when he got traded here, and then they gave him another extension after. Yeah, but that's what, that's how they do it, though. Right. You know, it's like, okay, years. after two or three okay. years, we can re- rework it. Yeah, You're right. So they, they already so then, fucked themselves over. They've too. always been like that. Yeah, but I'm saying, so then why is it like crazy for some people to think that, oh, he, you know, he, he, he won't take three years? Why not? If he takes, why won't he, why won't he take three years? If it's over 100 mil, why the fuck not? Right. He'll be. 31 at the end of that, that deal. Why not? Because then he leaves $30 million or $40 million on the table, man. Or but, $50 million on the table. But after the third, after the third season, he, he, he's going to be a 10 year, he'll be a 10 year veteran. He can make more. Yeah. But I think it's different. Uh, maybe, maybe that's, that's probably part of the, part of the whole thing why the Celtics don't want to do the it. The same reason why Hayward signed the four year because he'll be, it'll be 10 years at the end well, of I that. Get, at the end I of that get contract. that because Hayward's, Hayward is, you know, hasn't had an injury. Is younger, younger. Like yeah. he, he plays a different position. Isaiah Thomas is five nine, hip injury, just a score like closer th- to the thirty. Than, it's than ha- like his yeah. first real, his first real injury that didn't like. Well, his first real, cost him like a lot of time, and and he's just coming off his first real max contract year, right? Like the year before, debatable if he was a max guy. Last year was the first year he was like 
Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a max guy. You got to pay me thirty million. Only and and another another uh, point to bring up because of what he makes now, fucking six point whatever million a year. Yeah, and for what he puts up number yeah. wise, he was just um, all NBA second team. And look at everybody else who puts up those type of numbers and how much money they make. So of course that's in his head. You know what I mean? And I, and, I, and I know he's fucking around with the whole slides and all that other thing. No, but I know he's fucking he's around fucking to the around. to no, he's fucking around and at the same time like yo, like just so you know, this is something that is going to be lingering but not to the point where it's like annoying. I don't think he's I I don't I don't think he's fucking around with those shoes. They are nice slides, though. I, I mean, yeah. So they're nice slides. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the well, obviously he's not back fucking around. Bring, back the Brinks truck up, like that whole thing. Like that is just that is just making sure everyone knows that there's no fucking way he's taking a hometown <laughs> hometown discount to stay here. You know what I mean? Okay. There's no way he's taking a hometown discount to stay here. If but he, I think a hometown discount is less than less than thirty. That's what I think. A hometown discount to me is like would be the one twenty. That would be the four years one twenty is a hometown discount. For Isaiah Thomas, if you think he's gonna take three years, you're out of your freaking mind. Bro. What what what's wrong with three years close to one twenty? Let's say three years like one fifteen or some shit. Celtics. That's over. That's well over hundred. Celtics won't do that though. In case you missed it, guys, Doc Rivers, no longer the president of the L.A. Clippers. No. Oh no! What happened, Doc? Still the coach though. I'm shocked. Oh. Lawrence Frank will take over duties. Lawrence Frank. Balmer rules. Okay, wait a minute. According hold to Balmer. On, hold a second. He will take hold, over hold, duties. Hold, hold the phone. But, okay, but but you, they just brought in Jerry West. Yeah, you know, it's funny you bring that up because Jerry West is only going to serve as a front office consultant, whatever the fuck that means. That's stupid. Yeah. So. He probably didn't want the job. That had to be the case. They my pretty question, much begged him to just fill in a role. My question is because I think the only coach slash GM in the league left is Mr. Van Gundy over in Detroit? Is he next to get the demotion? Well, it's not a good. No, I don't think that's ever really worked out. Yeah, I don't think so. Has either. it ever worked out? Well, they're really begging on that Avery Bradley trade because I mean, <laughs> what they get him for a one year? Well, they're hoping that he goes off, and at least they can, you know. Then they waste make the, a make the playoffs. Then they waste a max deal on Avery Bradley. Uh, they're a lose lose situation after that trade. I mean, you, lose, you lost. Lose. Well, if you, you lost Caldwell Pope because you, when you brought in Bradley, it was like, all right, bye. Well, if you <laughs> buy yeah, KCP, if, if you're bringing in Bradley, you're going to offer him whatever he. You're going to try to sign him. That's the I point. think that was the idea. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, that's dumb. Year, right? That's dumb. No, they did. No, they didn't. Right? They did. So they did it the year before. At least with this team, you have a good chance to make the playoffs. But I don't know. You, you said it earlier. Well, according, with according to Pelton, I was going to say, well, according to Pelton, <laughs> 35 wins get you as the eighth seed. But I don't know. I don't know about that. Philly. I mean, Sean said it back on draft night. If Philly's healthy. They're in the they, playoffs. They're in the playoffs. They well, just, I think the era of coach slash DMs it should be done. Oh like, yeah, I think it's, it's it's just like Sean said, that shit doesn't work. If the best coaches in the league are not GMs, then why would you want to be a GM as well? I mean, but look at <laughs> look at Doc's track record. Seriously, think of some of these names that he's brought in, other than his son, right? You got fucking Jordan Farmer, <laughs> Big Baby Davis. Who else? Brandon Bass. It's like he's stuck in 2009. <laughs> Brandon Bass. Yeah, all these guys that would be productive in 09. <laughs> yeah. He's like trying to get the most out of them. Well, a couple, there was a couple of others. Now they got Gallinari. And in case you missed it, you hear about Gallinari. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, um, <laughs> I, I texted this <laughs> to right. you guys. <laughs> yeah. He, um, I don't know how serious it, it, this injury is, but he, he punched because he he's playing in Italy right now. He's playing for the national team, which is actually playing with uh, Gigi. Do you ever remember Gigi? Old friend Gigi who used to play for the uh, for the Celtics. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> what? 
You remember Gigi? I'm just kidding. Obviously, I remember Gigi. Well, they're playing a, a tournament out, out in Europe, and he punched a guy from Holland. Got taken out of the game immediately, so we don't know the dexterity of his uh, of his hand if it's broken. I've heard or not. torn ligaments in a thumb. Mm. That's what I've heard. Anything torn or fractured, never a good sign. Idiot. So, so he's officially a Clipper because of that. Yep. Blake is like, mm, yep, he's one of me. He's one of Clapping me. Clapping it up, baby. Clapping it up. He's well, like, very gingerly clapping it up. <laughs> like, at least I, I see, didn't do it I see, in the game. I see what you did there. In case you missed it, uh, Team World picked up a victory over Team Africa in Johannesburg, 108, 108 to 97. Sorry. Is Africa not part of the world? Well, this is supposed to be like just African players <laughs> against the rest of the world. Just saying why they call it Team World versus Team Africa. I don't know. It's the same thing they do with the- uh, What was going to call it? Team the rest of the world? It's the same thing. Would have been better. They do the same thing with uh, All-Star Weekend. Yeah. They stopped doing the sophomore rookies thing because yeah. they couldn't get enough rookies and sophomores that were good enough. <sighs> Just seems like an interesting way to put it. <laughs> Jalen Brown, a part of Team World, yeah, he was not balling. Team Africa, was balling. Scored 12 of his 15 points in the fourth quarter. A couple of uh, highlight uh, dunks and layups. Can check that out actually on yeah, accomplishblog.com. I, I, I um I heard he did okay. I heard he did big things. I heard he did big <laughs> but, uh, things. But unfortunately the MVP of this game was not Jalen Brown. Luke Mahabute? Nope. Mm. Victor Oladipo. <laughs> what? Victor Oladipo. Really making that Indiana Pacers fan base proud. Be the hi- highlight of his summer. Now tell me that wasn't fixed by the NBA. Oh why? Why? All people Oladipo really? Yeah, because they're like, well, well, oh, actually, I was watching about five minutes of the game. Like a stomach of an exhibition game. That was brutal to watch. Bad basketball. Did Marcus Cousins get fat? You think so? I think so. Why do you? But think maybe so? it's just summer to Marcus Cousins. Maybe he puts on some weight in the, in the you know, and then and then once the preseason, he I mean, like the, really the gets into camp it. Comes yeah. around. Yeah. He looked fat. He could be fat. <laughs> no, he just looked. He looked big. And for me to me to say maybe the maybe the jerseys out there run a little bit smaller. Nah, I <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. How, we'll see how he looks in those new Nike uniforms. That's what I'm saying. Wait, wait until wait until the year. If Demarcus Cousins, some of, in, some of them are really bad though. If there's if there's talks about Demarcus Cousins being out of shape, just make sure you heard it here first, right? <laughs> make sure you heard it here first. There's one thing I'm good at. I can tell when people pick up about five ten pounds. Yeah, you're all over Jerry Sanger. Remember that? Yeah, remember those those days. Yep, just saying. Uh, in case you missed it, I mean, I don't know how you could have missed it, but we all remember how Shaq used to rap back in the day, right? Yo, I missed that. Oh, you did miss I that. I did miss it. <laughs> this wasn't back in the day rap. Though. This wasn't a back in the day Shaq rap. I hope not, because he was pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, unless unless he knew LeVar Ball back in the day. I'm just going to say. It. That song he had with Biggie, though, wasn't bad. That song with Biggie was crack. When I heard this, I was like, whoa, what is this, man? Like, some <laughs> new rapper? Like, is this some, like, old shit that I'm not? And I was like, no, they're talking about, Col- mm, who is this? And I was like. <laughs> Then he's, then he's, he's like, Durant just got the MVP. You're like, oh, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then he's then he does get a little corny shack in there too. Like, well, yeah, I mean, he has to. You got to get in there. But it was it was fire. I got a little I got a little clip here. I'm about to spit facts. I walk in Reebok in '92. I came out with the shacks. I've been doing this a long time. When you was averaging two points, riding a pine. You see my t-shirts. You see my feet work. It fall a brand. That was me first. How many parades did I give them LA streets? How many rings with Kobe? See, you thought we had beef. How many accolades? How many ceremonies? I had whatever I want, like Tony, Tony, Tony. You beating me? That's a bunch of baloney. You think you mailman? You ain't even Jeff Maloney. 
Kobe hate me. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? Wade Kobe. didn't tell Pat Riley he's going to trade me. <laughs> that was that funny. I should have stuck with Kobe's advice and yeah. not tell I was messing and cheating on my wife. Oh. No, I said should have paid him off, right? That's something like that. Yeah. I forget. I was trying to. Yeah, your flow was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> your flow was. Yeah. Kobe, <laughs> tell me how my ass tastes. Oh. oh. Said it twice. <laughs> Kobe. Tell me how my ass tastes. I just thought it was funny. He said that uh, Kobe couldn't win without him, and then he won two championships after that. Well, that would mean he's basically Kevin Pelton. Fucking Kevin Pelton. <laughs> Kevin Pelton of predictions. Yeah. Hashtag Kevin Pelton. Well, guys, uh, this is about the time of the show where <laughs> we start wrapping things up with In Case You Missed It. So what we missed, Joel? <laughs> no, this In Case You Missed It is, um, this long ass In Case You Missed It is brought to you by C.L.N.S. That wasn't bad. Make sure you download you the uh, CLNS mobile app. It's getting better every time. Every time. For all your sports needs and podcasts, you can also listen to Causeway Street Podcast on there if you don't already. And make sure you follow us on uh, all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. We had some Snapchat uh, and Snapchat oh, love. Oh, the Snapchat fever. After we got... Uh, we were at the uh, the Coldplay show, which was fucking before amazing. The Cold, before the Coldplay show. Before, yeah. before, yes. Yes. Great show. I thought Coldplay was awesome. Whoa. Awesome. Play the old stuff. That's what I loved about the show. And yeah. they had the fireworks going. It was a great show. Great environment. Jalette. And he shouted out, shouted out Tom Brady. Causeway Street? He shouted out Causeway Street, too. Yeah. That was crazy. That was insane. Yeah, Chris Martin. That was insane. That didn't happen. Fake news. Oh, whoever went was like, I don't remember that. Before now, you guys start talking, <laughs> fucking talking shit on Twitter, you know, that's, we're joking. Okay, they didn't shout out Cosby um, Street. I did leave Gillette Stadium covered in barbecue sauce. How'd you do that? <laughs> I don't remember that really. You, you didn't see my pants? Did you go to Chili's? No, I was like running because i was like i don't i gotta go to the bathroom and i don't want to miss anything <laughs> what did you have that had barbecue sauce on? i didn't have anything that had barbecue sauce on it i didn't oh, eat a single thing in the stadium ran into somebody no i was running and all of a sudden you know those like dunker packets yeah, i just like, like like a little plastic ones yeah, yeah the deep ones that you, you actually <laughs> dip shit into stomped on it exploded literally upwards upward, upward. trajectory all of my inner crotch was covered in barbecue sauce so if it, it probably looked like somebody just chopped off my balls. Jesus. I was going to say, that's like aggressive. Somehow shit in front of you, but I guess that makes more sense. I guess brown barbecue sauce, dry blood. I don't know. Whatever it was, I learned my lesson. Wear dog pants to a coat play show. <laughs> and what the fuck? Why are those things so ready to explode? Those little packages of. You know what? Maybe somebody stepped on it and then you just lose. No, but even if you try to like peel it so softly, there's always a little bubble that goes like tries to get out every time you open up one of those stupid little yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. They're probably, I, I they're probably being shaken very, very slowly. That's true. No, I, it, I, I no, I'll open them slowly and like away from me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you like even if you just like peel it just a little bit of air in there, it just goes like it tries to like like jump at you. It's like it enjoy. I, I enjoy barbecue sauce on French fries. I do. But anything else you enjoy it on? Yeah, I mean chicken, obviously. I mean ribs, Jesus, burgers. <laughs> really feeling nice. Could put barbecue sauce pretty much on anything. Really, scallops. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, you could probably make a barbecue sauce French toast. 
don't uh, you guys, think? Be, be nice to us on the YouTube comments. Episode, please. <laughs> right. We're getting killed on this one. Dude. All right, come on. You know, <laughs> sometimes it's, sometimes every week. The, it's August. It's you know? the off season, and it just sucks. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, you forgot something. This past uh, month or so, it's just been amazing because I'm just happy to be alive. Did a little skydiving. Yeah, I jumped out of plane, guys. It was amazing. I saw. That was a great story. That's it. That's pretty much it. He didn't die. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm still here. Sean, you should do it. Come on, Sean. Nah, face your man. fear. Nah, man. If you, nah. If you face nah, your fear, nah, you no. will be amazed at what's on the other side of that fear. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Will Smith. I seen that. Is that what he said? Yeah, he had his whole thing. It's so stupid. No, I, I hate planes. I hate heights. Why the fuck would I skydive? Why the because, fuck would I skydive? I also it's hate amazing. being. I also hate being petrified. It's amazing. So like, anyone who's ever done it will. No one's ever said they regret it. Yes, the only people that have said they regretted it were the people that died. Okay, <laughs> who died? Tell me who. I'm. Sh- um, I don't know. Frank Bishop. Look it up. I'm sure <laughs> Frank Bishop at one point died skydiving. The only ones. The only ones that may have died. Are the ones that Molly O'Toole are, are the professionals that try to do little fancy stuff. And what about Amelia Earhart? Never was found. Oh yeah. What about Amelia Earhart? What about all those? What about that had. Chinese airline that disappeared? <laughs> all right. We haven't mastered flying yet. Okay. All right, I'm not gonna convince Sean on this one. Let's master flying first, and then we can talk about jumping out of airplanes. All right, Sean. I'll tell you this. For about 40- go up there in a little stupid ass puddle jumper. That's the most scary part. Is getting this little airplane that looks about to just. The wing's about to fall off. All right, I'll tell you this. For about 40 seconds. Paper mache. It's obviously, it's it's a bit scary. But once the chute opens, it's amazing, man. You're like a bird just chilling. And, and even you, would you still be scared even in a parachute? <laughs> you think you would fall off? Is that, what you, is that yes, the fear? Yes, I would still be scared in a parachute. But I can understand the fear of, uh, of, of the, the, the chute not opening. I, but just, I, what what's the fear once the chute opens? I don't know. Maybe the fact that you're still 10,000 feet. Like you're uh, you're six thousand at that point. Okay, ten thousand from when you jump from the plane. So yeah. when when do they open up the parachute? They open it. Uh, what is it? Under no, under four thousand. So for six thousand feet, you're free. You're free falling. You know how many basketball hoops are in six thousand feet? Uh, I don't think there's any. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's what I did. Uh, I was thinking. Well, we've, been, we've been trying to bring it up for the last See, couple. That's episodes. not what I was gonna say. What I was gonna say was uh, maybe maybe Sean could help us out with this one. What the hell did Jay Crowder mean? By his little tweet over the weekend. Oh, that guy. Like, and, and you, both of you, was it both of you or one of you thought it was calling me crazy for thinking that he's not going to be Mr. Whiny Pants this season and no, throw out these I cryptic, don't think he's no, going to no. be Mr. These Whiny cryptic Pants. No, tweets. He, he says man, he won't. They won't. No, yeah, it's going to be fine. I think he's going to have an issue. You're telling me you're not going to see any more of these cryptic tweets I think, the I think, season? I'm I think, okay with cryptic think, tweets if he's, he's aiming it I at think, everybody else, but I'm not. I think he won't be motivated as he's been in the past. That's just me. He does this stuff to get motivated. Look, listen, I'm not saying that he's going to be, you know, like a, a problem, a locker room cancer or whatever you want to call it. But I just think that these things are going to keep happening. And when it comes to the Boston media, we all know that that's they're going to they're going to trash the him. What the tweet They're going to trash him. What did the tweet say? They're going to bring it up, too. Especially if he's not performing. What did the tweet say? I don't understand it. Well, let me find it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Could the, why, did, why does everyone automatically think that he's saying some cryptic tweet when it could be just some... It could have just been like nobody used to speak dot 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 dot. Now everybody wave. 
Exclamation point. Sounds All like, capital letters. It sounds like a Drake line. Like, if you just listen <laughs> to that. sounds like a future line, actually, to me. Yeah, whatever. It probably sounds like a line that he's just like, yeah. Probably from, like, Jumpman, you know, who knows. I, I don't know. He's all I know is that all I know is that I read that and I said uh, maybe he's got an album coming out. Maybe he's just maybe. dropping out. Uh, maybe dropping lines from his from his new LP. All I know is I read that and I said, I don't know I, that. Are I love, you, I love why the, you're trying to figure out what other no, what I other love, cheap love tweets the first, have they had no, lately? No, no, I love I love the first response though. You want? Did you read that? The That's first the response? stupidest thing. The versatility you guys have two to four give you multiple nasty small ball lineups matchup nightmares. Who's that at? So I can follow him. <laughs> Main Celtic. Well, <laughs> somebody else responded. It was an NBA player. I forget. Wilson Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He goes, what the hell does that even mean? He's like, right. Maybe, maybe Sean's right. Maybe it's a fucking quote from a song. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Well, what's up with Isaiah Thomas like tweeting like, out like, hating like, hours Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on the weekends. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like he's like talking about like haters or something. The like, fuck oh, is that supposed they used to be? Like, they Listen. used to give me props. Now everybody wave. Like, what does that even mean? And the thing is... <laughs> Another thing is too. Don't try to break this down. It's gibberish. <laughs> it's absolute gibberish. Why bro. is he doing it? He knows what he's doing. He's not doing this. Like you know he how he knows what he's doing. You know how like you get like in in the zone in like a game, like a basketball game, and you get fouled really hard, and then you hit that big layup, and you just may have said like the worst three words in your life, like just some stupid, like like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You just say something and you just keep repeating it the entire game because you're so pissed off. Just like get yourself motivated. Like, ah, tiki kaka. Yeah, exactly. Hot, 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 Yeah. And then, like, you just keep saying it. You just get yourself pumped up that way, man. It just happens. Sudoku. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you do a fucking crossword puzzle, bitch. <laughs> Look, I just think at the end of the day. He just got, keeps saying it. It's how you get motivated. He's, he's not gonna be. I'm gonna say Mama Sai Makusa. He won't be like detrimental to the to the to the locker room. But I just feel he like won't it's like, why he you, won't be. Like, he why, won't but be. But why do you have to do this? Like, come on, man. Do you think it's? Do you think he's just trying to bully Gordon Haywood? I think probably. You know what this looks like to me? Nah, it's like so. it's like everybody is like I don't mingling. Think bu- I don't think he's gonna bully Haywood. I think he's just gonna like not be whatever to it. Yeah, I just think like everybody's gonna be mingling. And he's just gonna be in a corner and all of a sudden he's just gonna go ah, and everyone's gonna turn around and then he's gonna be like, "Stop, guys." Not say nothing. That's just him. He just wants like that that five seconds of attention, and then that's it. That's all. Like, oh, I just I saw like a. And then when they bring it up, somebody bring it up. He goes, "What are you guys talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do that." Hey, that's just gonna be him. This isn't gonna be okay. I'm not saying this just to say it, but I'm gonna say it. How how long? And this is sort of probably a bigger topic than just the end of it. In case you missed, you know, right? So, <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, "Why did you guys how continue?" Long, how long until the Boston media or the national media? Turns a losing streak into a race thing with the Celtics. Oh, okay. The second he puts out some sort of tweet, or I don't know, Gordon Hayward misses the game winning shot, and he puts up something. That is going to be a Which is not going to be fair. Season. Which is not going to be it's fair, not, by the none way. None of it's fair. Yeah, none, none of it's fair, fair, but yeah, of course. I mean, but it's going it to fucking happened. happen. It's going to fucking happen. Gordon Hayward wasn't even on the team yet, so it's, of course it's going to happen. Yeah. It's bound to happen. That's just going to suck. Let's do. Let's. I not. just know immediate day if, if I get the chance or if someone you know doesn't ask me before I do. You're gonna ask him no. a racist question? No. <laughs> Jesus, man, really gonna stir the pot, huh? Oh, I'm just gonna ask him. What do you think about the Gordon Hayward signing? What do you think he's gonna bring, bring to the table? Jay, that's um, what I would ask. How do you because feel? About, I, I how do you feel about having a white man replace you? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, brother? Let <laughs> 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 me just say the mic just go. Everyone's all quiet. <laughs> You just hear, you just hear like, oh my god, I can't believe he just asked that question. 
sitting next to Gordon Hayward too. They're like interviewing together. Just like, <laughs> like, they just look at each other like Rob Blakely and Gary Washburn just try to like walk away from you. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't speak for us. <laughs> but my, Gary Tangway is like, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? As the three minorities in the Celtics beat. He <laughs> uh, doesn't stand for us. Coach. Uh, doesn't speak for us. Coach Willie May is going to be like, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Michael he looks at, he looks at oh. Greg Dickerson like, yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Oh, Michael, oh, Kyle Draper. Michael, Michael <laughs> Pena. That's four. I don't, I've never seen Draper at the at media day. Maybe no, I know, but I'm just, you know, he's going to be like covering it. He's oh, Draper's, at media, Draper's at media day, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's like covering he it last year, last couple of years. Well, maybe he's, right, he's, he's he, maybe he's, trying, he's at the studio or whatever when they're talking. Yeah, about you know what he does. He doesn't. You don't see him in the scrum. That's what it is. He I just really... I just think it's gonna be weird when that gets brought up. It's gonna be very weird. Mm. No one, got, it just kind of got weird now. No one's gonna bring up the J though. Someone will bring it up to J. Sway will bring it up the, the J. Nah, I don't know about that. Nah, someone nah, that nah, wants nah, to not stir anymore the because pot. you go why? Because we we ruined the element of surprise that no, we did. Someone someone that wants to stir the pot that will ask the question like no, that's gonna be very no, very like. Like a beating around the bush, but obvious type thing. Yeah, yeah, you have to word it right. Like the way you just said yeah. it, that's like the that's the worst way to word it. No, obviously. I mean, but. there's much worse ways to word. It. <laughs> <laughs> no. What you think? What you think about this white boy taking your spot? Yeah, that's what, you know, straight you up. Like that yeah, straight up. That's probably <laughs> James. I'm like this white boy right here. <laughs> That's still not the way. Hey, taking my spot. This is the beginning of training camp. Yeah, and Brad Stevens is like, no. Brad is like, Porky. <laughs> 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 Well, looks like Jay's starting. Yeah, no, all, right. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's your last. In case you missed it, uh, Jesus. Right. That wasn't even in case you missed it. That was just food for thought. That was just that. Don't was let it go to waste. Oh, that was geez. a. That was a. Don't, don't miss this in the future. You heard it here first on Cousins. <laughs> that's just gonna be talk about all year. Oh, it's gonna be a great regular season. Yeah, Ups that. and downs. The uh, the drama. Oh yeah, sports. <laughs> they call it. You can't. You can't predict this, right, you Sean? Can't, you can't predict it. You can't well, predict it. I mean, Kyrie Irving just asked for a trade. Come well, on. I mean, you can't predict this. Stuff. I'm just I saying, mean, David Griffith came out and said that he wouldn't be surprised if he got traded. And he said that he would be interested Canadian. in going to the Celtics. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yep. What you want, one out of Griffin dropped that little, that little nugget. Nice. Talking about that. He, he, knows, he knows for a fact that Kyrie would be interested in going to the Celtics. Because he likes <laughs> both, Gra- he likes Jay, both Popovich Jay, and, and Brad Stevens. Jay Cross looking at management like, yeah, you guys fucked up. <laughs> you know he would much rather see them go get Irving than than Hayward. Like this is the thing about Jay. Jay it might be Jay. Team. Jay thinks that like he's a solidified three, and like no one can take that spot. Which he may be. I mean, whether Hayward plays the three or four, I mean the three or two is yet to be seen. But in his mind, he's like, I'll take Kyrie and Isaiah in the backcourt over Hayward and Isaiah. Is that fair to say? Like, I, if if I had to go into the mind of Jay, I think that's a fair assumption. Well, I don't know. I mean, because a lot of people feel that way, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, who who would you rather who would you rather want? Well, a lot of people are actually. I, well, look a lot at, of people would rather see him over Isaiah. I should say. Well, look actually. at look at look at, the, look at him over Hayward Isaiah. though. Look at no Irving over over. I take Isaiah. Irving over uh, Gordon Hayward. Well, I mean, you you you've already let that be known. You said that last episode. Call me racist? No, <laughs> they're not. No, I mean the you know the two teams that can offer the best quote unquote package to Cleveland. Or the, or the type of deal that Cleveland's looking for, the two teams that can do that are Boston and Phoenix, right? But Phoenix, they just refuse to give up Josh Jackson. And the Celtics obviously don't want to give up, you know, Thomas Crowder. LeBron you know. loves Eric Bledsoe for some reason. Okay. My question is, why didn't 
Kyrie had this conversation. So they've been working out for years together. Why have the they season? been? Yeah. Why didn't Kyrie have this conversation way before all these trades? Because were I don't. I think once the the firing or the not oh, signing of Griffin, Butler, and then they didn't get Jimmy Butler or Paul George. You know why that deal didn't go through? I don't think we talked about it, but um, the the deal for Paul George, the three team deal with uh, with Denver, is because Cleveland didn't want to give up an unprotected future first round pick. How dumb is that? Pretty dumb. I don't know. Ask Danny about that. He probably wouldn't do it. Well, that's Danny. But no, I'm, I'm talking about if you're, nah, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're if you're Cleveland, though, why would you yeah. care about the uh, 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 first round pick being protected or not protected? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, sorry, so when you do ask your question to Jay Crowder, where can they find you on the interwebs, on Twitter, so they can, you know, come at you? What is this, my first time on the podcast? Yo, bro? you should really ask, like, a very controversial question on Media Day. Like Do what? it. Dude, ask that question. The, the race thing? Yeah. All right, cool. How should I word it? Like you, I don't know. The white boy way? I can't say The white boy way. Yeah. The way I just said that is they say, why'd you let that white, you, the white boy going to take your spot? How would you feel? <laughs> It'd be so funny if Brad just interjects before anybody answers, takes the phone. Actually, uh, how, uh, Hayward's going to be playing the two. <laughs> Crowder will be playing the three, just so we clear anything up here. No, I'll definitely, I'll definitely <laughs> ask him what he thinks about Hayward. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to go to the race. What do you think about the race car? Even if you just go, what do you think about Gordon Hayward potentially taking your starting role? I think just, just I just, get no, him going. No, I think, down. no, I think, I think just the, just the, what do you think about the signing? I think that's it because no, he hasn't I, said anything about it. But at all. I think if you say or potentially taking minutes from you or you or or, or, or Jay, uh, Joel, you, Joel wants no, to go this the safe is, route, which this is the, the question. Sean yeah, wants to dude. go the. the this is the question. I got, you want, I got you want, the you question. Want him, you want him to get up and flip the fucking table over? Just I got to be the like, Yes, Jay. Over the past, he wants me to go for another walk off. Over over the past two two and a half years, you've you've really solidified your role as one of the key players in this Celtics rotation. How do you feel about uh, management going out and getting a guy that plays the same position as you? You wouldn't ask that, a, you wouldn't ask is, that question. And as an all-star you this year. Ask that question. To potentially question. take away minutes from me. such a big question. You wouldn't, you wouldn't ask that question. Would you ask that And question? he's white. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy question. <laughs> a good two-second pause. And he's white. <laughs> And he's white. Like before, like as, as as they're taking the mic away from me, you grab it back, and he's white. <laughs> That's when I go. You want this? Yeah, this mic right here. Anybody want? <laughs> they just stare at you. Just like just they just stare at just parts. <laughs> <laughs> or like go, as, as, guy. as you're just, saying this we'll question, this yeah, as you're, you're saying the question, you're like hit it behind a bunch of media people. <laughs> I know, right? And all of a sudden, you're just standing there by yourself, like Jay, Jay's like. Aren't you the fucking guy that pissed off Fred Hoiberg? <laughs> is that what you're trying to do with me right now? Is this is what this this is what this is. This is what you do. It's called Causeway Street, man. <laughs> Even Gordon Hayward just walks off. He's like, yeah, <laughs> nobody will be introducing themselves, but I'll do it just for that. <laughs> just so it gets on. Right there. after you get a drop from Causeway, from Causeway Street, you just like, yeah, this Jay Crowdy living in Causeway Street. <laughs> I know, right? Did I just do a drop for you with you my boy? What? With my, my boy Sway. <laughs> buddy buddy with you dude and you come up with that question uh that's what media day is all about so uh yeah so we're gonna they find we, you we when gotta, you do ask that question a, we got an interesting media day coming up then <laughs> be interesting. you're not gonna do it man you're not gonna Sean, do don't do the whole you're not gonna do it just so i can do it type of thing i'll do it. it no you won't do it you won't do i'll do it but you if won't i don't that way though if i don't do it don't be like oh i knew you weren't gonna do it i know i know you're not gonna do it so check me out what's that at, what's that? at joe underscore sway <sighs> so uh 
You'll see how mad Jay Crowder gets when that. Yeah, just kidding. All I, love, I love Jay Crowder, man. In your Dutra. I know. That's why you want him to do this. I got the Crowder jersey, man. You want that, to do dude. This. I'm surprised you don't have the slides. We're running out of, we're running out of people for drops here. We need, boy, we need, we need Jay to get on this. Title time. Dutra, where can they find you on Twitter? At Sean Dutra. That's E-A-N. Yes, it's the only way to spell Sean. No, there's a few ways to spell Sean. It's the only way to spell it, Joel. Jesus. Right, and real quick before we get up out of here, if you guys uh, head on over to CausewayStreetBlog.com to read a piece that I wrote uh, about a documentary that's coming up real soon. Uh, it's called Mbutu Matters, Hoops for Africa. And it's just the Africa game that had happened over the weekend. Uh, that was the second professional basketball game took place in South Africa. And this documentary talks about the first game that happened two years ago. So check that out when you get a chance. Uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, so when you, get, when you guys have a chance to... Uh, uh, check that out. Uh, yeah, big shout out to a friend of mine, Dan Hedges, who's actually a part of the project. He's the uh, producer slash cinematographer. Okay, nice. There. So that's cool. So he's he's over there. No, he was over there. Oh, he was over there. He was over there to, to shoot it. Okay. Yeah, to shoot. You know, he was over there in, in 2013 to help out with the uh, uh, Hoops for Africa organization. Okay, and then he went back when when the uh, the first game got into play, like when they were setting that up. Okay, so then he. Him and a, a friend of his, who actually he met down there as well, decided to do a documentary that um, includes interviews with Paul Pierce, Doc Rivers, you know, with the whole Mbutu course right. philosophy here in, right. in Boston. So that all that all ties together, and uh, other interviews with um, with other African-born players and second-generation players that were also involved with the with the Hoops for Africa and. Yeah, so check that out. When you all get right, a chance. yeah, Over definitely. All right, yeah, definitely check that out, guys. Uh, News is slow, but you know we're still trying to provide you with content. Hopefully, we provided you with plenty of entertainment. <laughs> that was the goal of this episode. Let us know what you think. And that's it for... In case you missed it. All right. All right. Perfect. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us a, Yeah, give us a rating. Give us a rating on iTunes. Um, There's a lot more podcasts that are popping up there. Yeah, and the ratings have been... Uh, they, they, they've been they've been good for us. So we, we really appreciate it if you also uh, rate us. Thanks for all the love on, on YouTube. So we can get that. The YouTube love, I really appreciate it. Man. All the comments. We yeah, try, you know try what? to respond good, to it good, as much good, as I can. Good and bad. I mean, we, 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 don't, oh, we, don't, we don't take shit personal over here. We just, no. you know, we try to, we try to uh, provide, you know, some good content and provide entertainment at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying to see what they're going to say about this episode. So we'll see. We'll find out soon. Until next time, guys. TV Jumper. Here. Shout out to you. <laughs> TV Jumper. Yeah. Let's see what he says about this. All right, guys. We up out of here. Later. Peace.